Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Yo, what's poppin'? Bro, I feel like the world is just absolutely sitting on your shoulders. It's just saying shit. It's, it's ain't nothing. sitting on my shoulders. It's ain't nothing. We got lots to get done today. I would just like to point out that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want you to point no, out you what you ahead. want you to point ahead. out, John. No, remember you said like years ago you wanted to throw an event. Yes. TLOP Live. TLOP Live. And remember how we just put it on the website with no idea how it was going to get done. Yeah. And then we just took it down because like, yeah, we're probably not going to do it. The universe has spoken and we we're doing it. That's why I say you just if you just write it down and do it, the universe will open its so, doors for you. So, yes, uh, this episode that we are recording is going to actually drop tomorrow. Morning. Tomorrow is Tuesday, January 31st, the year 2023. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be in Tampa, Florida. Pew, 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 pew. Bright eye, bushy tail. Hung up. No, I'm sorry. Ready to rock and roll, mm. delivering our first TLOP live event. There it is. How cool is that? Yep. How cool is that? I was laying in bed last night for like three hours trying to figure out what the hell am I going to say to these people. Right. Thank God I'm bringing in two other yeah. faculty members from TLOP Mike Smalley, Brett Young. They're going to bring the noise. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is facilitate. Yep. I have one small section I'm going to teach, but we have giveaways. Yeah. Um, I think we have up to 45 RSVPs. The, the venue only holds 50. Some heavy hitters out here as well. Uh, some some very some decent producers rolling yeah. in there. And what's really cool is I do see us doing upwards of a dozen of these this year. Jesus upwards Christ. of a dozen. Like. I know I'm speaking for an NBA event in a couple weeks, but that event sold out. But I think TLOP Live will probably end up doing one in Orlando. That may be a full day event. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for that event, I'm thinking about bringing in our boy Carlos. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Navar- How cool would that be? Shout out Carlos Navarro. Yeah, shout out to Carlos. Y'all may know him from uh, Marvel's Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, he played other. one of the bros. Yeah, some- you may know him as Alvaro <clears throat> from Walking Dead. Never heard of it. But Carlos is doing some life coaching right now. He has this awesome presentation he gives, talks about mugshot to Marvel and mm. kind of like his life story mm-hmm. and how he got his S together. So uh, what, you know, other top producers, maybe Credit Christie will roll Damn. in and do some teaching for us. Shit's really coming together. Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. So uh, definitely start in Tampa. Going to get something in, in Orlando for later in the year. Still working with uh, one of our favorite MI companies to put on an event in Birmingham as well as Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even count some of the private stuff that we're going to do for for various banks and mortgage companies who just want us to slide in, maybe speak for an hour or two at one of their events. I was speaking with a gentleman who um, the uh, National Association of Mortgage Brokers mm-hmm. is um, is going to be having an event, or maybe it's the, the Florida Association of Mortgage Brokers in August. I think we're going to speak at that event. And the Damn. Georgia... MBA is having an event Slow that we're going to try to slide to. Nah, man, we're going. No, this is the analogy. Opening a business and trying to get it to blow up is like pushing a boulder uphill. But then now I think we're just going to push it to the top. And now we're just going to be chasing that bitch running downhill as fast as we can. <laughs> chasing it like they do um, the, the piece of cheese that yeah, they do over in wheel, Europe yeah. once a year. That's going to be us like, wait, <laughs> slow down. No, hold on. We're tumbling. God. Ass overhead, right, ass right. overhead. But that's not what we're here bruise. to talk about because no, we have 30 not. minutes because we have another TLOP town hall. We have to go hop on in like 20 we minutes. We do have TLOP town hall starting at noon today. <clears throat> yes. So TLOP town hall is for our premium members, mm-hmm. those that have found our website, thelonofficerpodcast.com or tloponline.com. 
And instead of just consuming all the free additional content, they take it one step further. They give us their $25 donation. Mm -hmm. We open up all of the content mm -hmm. and we give them access to a monthly member call. Yeah. As well as the message board. Yes. Which the message board's been on fire recently. It has been. So yes. So you're what you're telling me is we can't sit here and talk about you can't, yeah, you those can't shitty like, NFL playoff games. Talk the, about the refs really wanting the Chiefs to make it the, to the Super Bowl. Is it the refs or Roger Goodall? Was oh, it the refs oh my, or, or was it the TV rights? Oh my god. Yes. So nonetheless, the Bungles bungled it up. <sighs> they may have gotten bungled by the NFL, but nonetheless, shout out to. We're that. not talking about that, John. I we're know. not. We're not time. Well, here's what we're going to talk about right now, today, Lucy. Hit record now. Uh, Lucy Lender. Lucy Lender. Here we go, Lucy. This is for you. Okay. We're going to talk about geeking out. This is for anyone who wants to buy a house, anybody who sells homes for a living, anybody who represents clients who, who, who seek their advice when it comes to buying homes, as well as for those who originate homes. Okay. Just about everybody, because everyone who's listening at some point is going to have a college age student living with them, meaning their child yeah. is college age, they're going to college. Maybe they're tired of paying rent to someone else. Maybe they're tired of getting raked over the coals for dorm money. And they wanna find a way to actually own real estate in that particular market with 5% down or less. Look, mm. we're gonna talk about that. Okay. How about this? At some point, we're all going to get to a point in our lives where we're going to have dependent parents, right? Those are parents that are probably pushing their late 60s, early 70s, maybe even to their 80s. And I don't want them living with me, but I also don't want to push them off into assisted living. Mm. I would like to find a happy medium. Oh, what if there's a way that I could buy them a house mm -hmm. without breaking the bank yep. so they still have their independence but they're close to me, maybe right down the street or even next door. Mm. Or there's parents out there who have adult children with disabilities. And because of those disabilities, they're unable to fully afford living on their own. But there's a certain amount of independence that should be bestowed upon these adults so that they too could live on their own. But who wants to continue paying rent? when we could potentially own real estate that could be in the same neighborhood, right down the street or even next door, but the parent of this dependent adult child doesn't want to break the bank in terms of down payment. What if there was a loan program out there? And I'm here to tell you, there is to all three. All three of these scenarios are scenarios that if you're a realtor, you should know so that you can properly educate your community on what their options are. If you're a lender, you should be using these loan programs or products to message out to the real estate community and to your own community how you can help them become wealthier, how you can help them solve for a problem that maybe they didn't even know there's a solution out there. Right, so that's what we're going to talk about. Let's do it. All right. Do you remember the name of the product, John? Family. Yeah. Opportunity. Yes. Mortgage. Family opportunity mortgage. For Family opportunity yeah. mortgage for the win. So it's really simple. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will allow for an adult 
caregiver to purchase real estate for the adult dependent with as little as 5% down as a primary home. That means you're putting 5% down, you're getting the best pricing available, and you're buying a primary home. Now, how does this really work? I'm gonna give you some examples. And when we're done with this, then I'm gonna to talk to you about buying real estate for your adult child who is in college. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, let's talk about family opportunity. Because the adult child who's in college actually isn't necessarily a family opportunity mortgage. It's not going to fit in those parameters, but it is a cousin mm -hmm. of family opportunity. So let's just make one episode where we talk about all three. So I'm gonna start with, with this. Let's assume my granny and papa were still alive. And their last five years, my mother and father were their primary caretakers. It wasn't that my uncles and their spouses weren't involved because they were, but they specifically moved 40 miles across town to a living facility that was in walking distance of my parents. Now they did this because my mom and dad were like, uh-uh, you ain't living with me. And my grandparents were like, look, I know that we're getting up in age and that we're starting to slow down, but we're not ready for someone to have to take care of us full time. Mm -hmm. So they found a, a it was actually a, a, a place that veterans benefits benefited. But let's say my grandfather wasn't a veteran and they wouldn't have that, 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 um, that setup that they did have. They still needed my parents to actually be close enough that at the drop of a hat, my mom could get over to my granny's house, right? Mm -hmm. What if my parents understood about this particular loan program that would have fit perfect for them? When my grandparents sold their home in West Orlando and they moved all the way out to Melbourne, they could have had my parents purchase a home for them right down the street with 5% down. And it would have been a primary home for my granny and, and pop up. That's what we called them to live in. Now, what we had to make sure of is my granny and pop up could not afford the payment because they were dependents of my, of my parents and they couldn't afford the payment, right? Because my grandfather made about $800 a month in social security and my grandmother didn't bring in anything, right? So 800 bucks a month was not enough money to support an $1,800 a month payment. So instead of my parents having to pay for them to live where they ended up paying for them to live, they could have purchased some real estate. And had they done that, holy cow, think of the amount of additional wealth would have been generated mm -hmm. because they would have purchased that property. I'm gonna give you all some real dates. They would have purchased that property in 2012 and they would have sold it in 2019, right? So family opportunity mortgage, if my parents had known about this product, it could have been the better alternative mm. for them to still move granny and pop up across central Florida, 40 miles, still set them up in their own living area, mm -hmm. but but not pay rent because so, they, they ended uh, up paying rent. My, right. my parents ended up paying rent right. for for my, my my grandparents. Now they found subsidized rent because it was a special place for veterans that offered, it was almost like section eight housing. Mm -hmm. So it was highly subsidized, but my parents could have done an alternative and they could have done that with a family opportunity mortgage. Hmm. So let's flip the script because that's a place where you have an adult dependent. And I call them a dependent because my grandparents were dependent upon the financial aid of my parents and their other adult children to continue to 
live. Do you have to be like lifestyle. a power of attorney over that? Do you have other certain stipulations like, hey, I know your parents are here, but like you don't. Not that I'm aware of, but it's one of those things that I would highly suggest the originator. Right. You need to go ahead and read your guidelines because, no, I believe the actual mortgage is being was, would have been done in my, in my parents' name. Gotcha. It's not being done in my in my grandparents' name. So Granny and Papa weren't signing loan docs. Right. These loan docs were being signed by my parents. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So that that's one aspect. Here's another aspect. Let's say you have an adult child who is fiercely independent, but maybe they are mentally disabled to a point to where it makes it damn near impossible for them to hold down the type of employment required to make a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a, they're unable to, to obtain employment at all and they have a caretaker who is, who is caring for them, but they're fiercely independent. You don't need them, nor do they want to be living with you, but you're fine with them living two or three doors down or even next door to you. You want to purchase a place for them to live in, but they don't have enough money to qualify on their own. You 100% can utilize the Family Opportunity Mortgage to buy them a home. Look, you're qualifying for this loan, like you meaning the 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 adult parent in this in this case, or the the caregiver we would call them. You have to be able to prove that that the adult dependent is unable to qualify on their own, right? They don't have the income, they don't have the credit, they don't have the employment necessary to cover this mortgage payment because this is not a way to skirt the system. This is not a way for a wannabe real estate investor, a wannabe real estate tycoon to go acquire a bunch of properties at 5% down. All my kids are going to live for us, where? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. This is truly for those people where, you know, like my parents had with my granny and my pop-up, where you know, it, it would have afforded them a way to buy a home for them to live in. But my granny and pop-up couldn't afford the payment on their own, but my, my parents could, and the home loan was going to be in their name. Or it's a way for, let's say, a friend of mine has a adult child with learning or mental disabilities, but they're fiercely independent. It's a way for them to live on their own without having to pay rent. And it's a way for for the parent to subsidize a certain lifestyle, a certain comfort while also owning real estate. And it's called a family opportunity mortgage. It is something that we all need to be aware of. It opens the box of potential home buyers once we do a good enough job of educating mm-hmm. our communities. That's why I'm like, look, loan officers, you need to learn this product and teach it to the real estate community. Realtors, you need to learn this product and you need to teach this to your community. Financial advisors, mm-hmm. same exact thing. Is this a newer product? Employers, employers, think about that. Mm-hmm. Like as an employer, as a human, I know what toll it takes, whether you're getting married, whether you're getting divorced, whether you're having a baby, whether you're taking a sick, taking care of a sick child or taking care of a sick parent. I know what, a, what type of toll it takes on the associate, on my team member. What if I knew of these loan products at a minimum, I could just push them in the right direction and say, hey, look, have you heard of a family opportunity mortgage? This may be something you may want to consider. Instead of you having to leave every Friday at noon to drive mm-hmm. to the coast to take care of your ailing father, there's a way for you to move your ailing father closer to you and buy a home at which point you only need 5% down. 
again, the caveat is you have to be able to afford that payment. A caveat is you have to be willing to subsidize their living, but it won't be for everybody, but it's going to open the door for so many others. Mm-hmm. You ever ask me a question? Yeah. Is this like a newer product or has this always been around? Now, you know what? It's a forgotten product. It's a forgotten product because I was on the phone with Supatella, who's industry legend, top producer. She's out of the Fort Walton beach market. And she literally explained to me how she had a client whose adult son lived with them. The adult son's caretaker lived with them. Mm. And I, I'm just sharing with you a story that she shared with me. So look, it's just, this is going to play the telephone game. So don't like mm. write down my words as the gospel. Just mm. understand it as a story that I'm sharing. But she claimed that not only was her client able to buy the property for his son and his son's caretaker to move into, but with how Social Security disability is calculated, the minute his son went and lived in his own residence, the amount of money that he was eligible to receive from the federal government doubled. It still wasn't enough to qualify, right? Like he might have gone from, from, from getting $800 a month to $1,600 a month. And this mortgage payment may have been $1,800 a month, but there was also a financial windfall. Now, what does the parent get out of this? That's what I like to talk about. Like, what does the parent get out of this? Well, peace of mind, but, comfort. Yes, comfort, <laughs> peace of mind. But look, if you if you have elderly people in your life that you care for, mm-hmm. the one thing that they don't want taken from them is their independence, right. right? They do not want you to take their independence unless it becomes a safety issue like it did with pop up in his car, right? But right. for the most part, so you add the ability to, to allow someone to enter into their last stages of life without giving up the one thing that is like the most sacred to them, which is their independence, but you're keeping them close by so you can keep an eye on them mm-hmm. while also making sound fiscal decisions. If you view home ownership as a sound fiscal decision. Question for you. Yes. <laughs> if so, let's say you have an older parent. Unfortunately, yes, they're older in life. You just got them this property, but what happens, you know, three years, four years, they eventually pass on. Is that something? You keep it as a rental. Keep it as a rental. Sell it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep it as a rental or you sell it. Right. Um, and the same thing goes for, like, my friends who have adult children with various disabilities that prevents them from, you know, going and having that nine-to-five career. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they have fought since the child was born, diagnosed, or injured was for independence. They fight tooth and nail for inclusion and independence. What better way to flex your independence but to have a home that is specifically for your adult child? Right? How cool is that? And that's something that this Family Opportunity Mortgage does. Really, really cool. So y'all, all I did today All JC did today is produce content that made you aware. It's now up to you to figure out how are you going to sell it? How are you going to market it? How are you going to educate your community to know that this is out there so that you can change lives? The add-on, the cousin to this. Back in the day when I got in the business some 19 years ago, it was called the kitty condo. Okay. Don't know where that, that came up with besides... Buying condos for your kids. I can put two and two together. But this right here goes overlooked so many times. Family Opportunity Mortgage does not allow for this. So this is going to be an FHA loan or this is going to be a conventional conforming loan. But parents, hope you all are listening. You can go buy a home for your adult child 
without them having any income, as long as your income can support this payment plus all of your other payments. You can buy a home for your child without your child having any assets, as long as you have enough assets to cover the down payment and the closing costs. Okay, we know it as a non-occupying co-borrower. Non-oc. That's what it is, non-oc. A non-occupying co-borrower. But why can't I, when my 19-year-old goes off to Florida State University in Tallahassee, Florida, why can't I purchase a home where he is the primary? I am the non-occupying co-borrower. As long as I make enough money to cover that $1,800 a month payment, and I can come up with the three and a half or the 5% down and either get the seller to pay the closing cost, or I have to come up with that extra 3% to cover closing costs. My son's going to be at that school for another three and a half or four years, more than likely. If he's anything like me, it'll only be three years if he's like his mom, mm-hmm. but it'd be three and a half or four years. And by the way, there's nothing that says he can't rent out the rooms. Now I'm not using that rental income to qualify, but there's nothing that says he cannot rent out. If I bought a four bedroom, two bath home, Actually, he's buying it because he's the primary. I am the non-occupying co-borrower, but I can supply all the income needed to qualify for the loan. I can supply all the assets needed to to fund the down payment and the closing costs. And then what if he rented every room for 700 bucks a a month or 600 bucks a month? Three rooms at even 650, that's 1,950 bucks. More than likely it's gonna cover all of his housing payment. So here's what's gonna happen for the next three years. My son owns a home at which point he has three roommates that are covering the entire mortgage payment. So in three years, let's say the home that he bought, we bought for $250,000. In three years, that home is worth conservatively $275,000, of which every year he has paid down the mortgage by at least 5,000. Now he didn't do it, his roommates did. So he has appreciated in value by roughly 25,000, paid down the loan by $15,000, he's taken on $40,000 of appreciation. What a great way to get started in life. Yeah. Now, what about this? What if he sells that home and pays off his student loans? What? Yeah. What if I couldn't afford to pay, to put my mm-hmm. kid through school, but I could afford a three and a half or a 5% down payment? And then I could get him or her, in this case him, because it's talking about my son, set up in a home with roommates that he qualified with my help. He's the owner. I'm the non-occupying. So I'm on the title. He's on the title. I'm on the note. He's on the note. We use my income to qualify. We use my assets to qualify. What does that look like in three and a half, four years? Like, what's the worst case that happens? Worst case that happens, what if the market goes down 10%, it doesn't go up by 3% per year? Cool. I can still rent it after he graduates and still have someone else pay that mortgage payment. Right? It's not going to be a terrible investment. And more importantly, I wasn't the guy sitting there paying 700, 800 bucks a month every single month for him to live in Tallahassee, Florida. Because mm-hmm. think about that money that I saved as a parent or he saved not in student loans. If he lived on his own, it would have been 700 bucks a month. a year times three years. That's $30,000. So even if the home went down in value by $25,000 for the naysayers out there, for you naysayers, I still benefited by five grand. Still benefited by five grand. But I wouldn't because I had roommates paying down the, the equity. 
So now I'm actually still benefiting by 20,000, 15,000 from paying down the loan, 5,000 is the difference between the home de uh, de being devalued by 25 grand versus me having to pay $700 a month times 10 months times three years. You follow me? Mm -hmm. Now here's the caveat. You're probably like, but Dio, there's a catch. There's a catch. There's a catch. Your kid needs a freaking credit score. Oh. Your kid needs a credit score. Now I'm gonna give you one tip, trick, and hack right now that can get your kid a credit score in the next six months and one day. I know how. How, John? I think you're gonna, um, I'll, let, I'll let you surprise the people. You sure, you don't wanna guess? It's that thing that Credit Christie taught us. Authorized user, baby. There it is. Yeah, you know that Amex you've had since 1997 <laughs> or since 2017? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Amex have your child added to the American Express. In six months and one day, they will have a credit score. One better, if you're purchasing a car for your teenage child, get a loan on it. Even if you can afford to pay cash, get a loan on it and add them to the loan. You're making the payments. We all know that. It's you and them on the loan. Duh. But add them to the loan, mm -hmm. right? This is a great way to give your children what many of us didn't have right? To, to be in their 20s with great credit rating, to be in their 20s with an asset, the number one asset for generating wealth, all something that you can pull off if you just know how. So the point of today's podcast was to teach people that this is out there. Get hooked in with a really good lender who can help you prepare for this, who can walk you through the steps, who can research the guidelines, who can hold your hand and give you what your options are. Expand your thought process. Think bigger, because that's what the really wealthy have done to become really wealthy. They thought bigger. That's the encouragement today, is we're gonna bring you the knowledge, bring you the information, and let you do with it what you can. There you go. Awesome. John, thank you so much for taking the time out of your super busy day to do this. I reminded you, hey, by the way, before we head down to Tampa tonight, we got laid on an episode yeah. and you said, I don't know when I'm going to sleep. And I said, I don't care. <clears throat> Didn't I? I don't care. John. I think you just made that story up for like comedic effect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's, let's go and let these people run. Okay. So that we can hop on the TLOP live call. Let's keep in it the moving. interim. Y'all please keep on going on yeah, YouTube and subscribing. Hit us up on both Spotify and Apple. Give us a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up. Share us with a friend a colleague, a neighbor, a coworker, a client, a stranger, a stranger, even. Yeah. More of those. And hopefully we will continue to bring TLOP event live mm -hmm. to a city near you, a city near you. <laughs> He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin. Owen. that's all the time we have for you today, but we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Bye.